Welcome to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! Happy Halloween, everyone. My name's Drew. Welcome on board this very special edition of Ghost Train Podcast. With today being the creepiest day of the year, Halloween, I thought we needed to celebrate by creating a fun, scary, and thrilling Ghost Train ride for all you passengers listening. I'm going to update you on my Halloween movie marathon first, so I just watched the remake of The Evil Dead, and I gotta say, I found it pretty fucking scary, but... The original movie just brings me back to my childhood and gives me that nostalgic feeling. And I think that that's common with a lot of these horror remakes. I feel that these remakes that they're doing, they're scary, and some of them are downright gruesome and terrifying, but they lack that connection with the audience. I don't know, maybe that's just me. Even if Halloween is coming to an end, I'm always looking for horror movie recommendations, so keep them coming all year round. Today I put together a very short list of the most terrifying urban legends that are true. Some of these you're not gonna believe. All right, here we go. So the one that I found totally freaky was the movie The Candyman is actually based on real events. If you've seen that movie, you know that that is messed up. If you haven't seen the movie The Candyman, you should go check it out now because it's actually pretty fucking scary. So the urban legend goes like this, that if you say his name and look in the mirror, he will come out of the mirror and attack you, right? So the real story, though, is that in 1987, there was a murder in Chicago. A woman called 911 frantically, insisting that she was being attacked in her apartment, found her dead by gunshots, and the investigators determined that her assailant had gained access to her unit by breaking through the connecting wall in the adjoining apartment and climbing in through her medicine cabinet. So I guess that's kind of where the whole Candyman kind of idea came from. Now the complex was built that way intentionally so that the plumbers investigating leaks could simply remove the cabinet to check the pipes, but it became a frequent mode of entry for burglars and also in this case, some killers. Alright, now the second one is Cropsy. If you lived in Staten Island, you heard the legend of Cropsy. Basically, a boogeyman who lived in the woods. Parents would tell their kids that the story was not true, but he did exist. In 1987, there's that year again, Andre Rand was put to trial and convicted of child abduction. Now, it turned out that Rand may have been connected to a rash disappearances of children in the 1970s. He had once worked at a defunct mental institution, and while he denies involvement in other cases, it's clear that Rand's activities had influence on the stories that were being told in Staten Island. Alright, now for me, this one is the weirdest one on the list. And this is the last one I'm going to do. If you lived in the Virginia area in the 1970s, you were probably exposed to the story of the Bunny Man. I'd never heard of this before. Have you heard of this guy? Now the legend goes as followed. An escaped mental patient would gut little bunnies and hang them underneath a bridge's underpass. Shortly after, this maniac decided it was time to graduate from gutting bunnies and start gutting teens and hanging them under the bridge the same way he would hang the bunnies. Locals would be cautioned to never go near this bridge on Halloween night. And the bridge is known as Bunny Man Bridge. And the truth to this story is 
that in October 1970, a couple reported seeing a man dressed in a white suit. And guess what he was wearing? Yeah, that's right. Bunny ears. He was yelling at them that they were on private property. At this point, the man pulled out a hatchet and began wielding it around and whipped it at their car windshield, smashing it. So that's the first sighting of the real bunny man. And there's a second. So the bunny man was spotted two weeks later by a security guard. He saw this man dressed as a bunny with a hatchet, chipping away at an old porch railing. He notified the police, but the police were unsuccessful of locating this man. They never, ever found them. Now, while he didn't disembowel anyone or hang them upside down underneath the bridge, the thought of an adult with a hatchet just running around, throwing it at people, wearing bunny ears, is just some really disturbing, messed up stuff. Now, I know that was a really short list, but I picked today's story based on urban legends, and this is one that has always scared me. And there's a lot of different versions of the story out there, but this is the Ghost Train Podcast, and this is our version of an absolute classic. So here we go. Next stop, Urban Legend of the Hook. The reports had been on the radio all day. Though Stephanie hadn't paid much attention to them, some crazy man had escaped from the state asylum. They were calling him the Hook Man, since he had lost his right hand and replaced it with a hook. He was a serial killer, and everyone in the region was warned to keep watch and report anything suspicious. But this didn't really interest Steph. She was more worried about what she was going to wear for her date that night. Now, she called a few of her friends and they were chatting about what she should wear for this nice little date. And she finally chose this beautiful red dress. She went out onto her porch to wait for her boyfriend, Teddy. He soon arrived and she got in his car and they drove off. They had planned to go to a drive-in movie with another couple. After the movie, they dropped the other couple off and the two of them went and parked at the local lover's lane. The red dress was a hit, and she cuddled up close to her boyfriend, Teddy, and they started kissing to the sound of romantic music on the radio. Then the announcer came on and repeated the warning that she had heard that afternoon. An insane killer, with a hook in place of his right hand, was on the loose in the area. Suddenly, this dark, moonless night didn't seem so romantic anymore. This lover's lane was very secluded and off the beaten track the perfect spot for a deranged serial killer to lurk. These thoughts were running through Steph's head, so she pushed her boyfriend away. Maybe we should get out of here, she said. That hook man sounds dangerous. Ah, come on, babe, it's nothing, Teddy said, trying to get another kiss in. She pushed him away again. No, really, we're all alone out here. I'm scared. If we don't go now, I'm going to scream. Teddy said, oh yeah, baby, I'd love to make you scream, and laughed. This pissed Stephanie off even more, and they argued for a moment. Then the car shook, as if something or someone had bumped into it. She let out a shriek and told her boyfriend, I want to leave right now. Jeez. Teddy said in disgust, but 
but he turned the keys and ripped that car out of Lover's Lane with the tires screeching. They drove home in absolute silence. And when they pulled into her driveway, Teddy refused to help her out of the car. He was being a total dick. Steph was so frustrated. She opened the door, got out of the car, and slammed the door shut as hard as she could. And then she let out another scream. Teddy jumped out of the car and caught her in his arms. What is it? What's wrong? He shouted. Then he saw it. A bloody hook hanging on the passenger side door. Teddy brought her up to the front door, gave her a kiss goodnight, and walked back to the car and grabbed the hook and tossed it in the back seat. He then proceeded to drive home. As he was driving, he could hear something shuffling in the trunk. He pulled over, popped the trunk, he walked to the back and looked inside, only to find a spare tire and a tire iron. He thought maybe that this stuff was just shuffling around a bit, and he closed the trunk and got back into the car and kept driving. He looked in his rearview mirror, and he saw the silhouette of a man with a hook for a hand sitting in his back seat. The man grinned and chuckled. <laughs> And then he said, I'd love to hear you scream. That's the end of the Ghost Train Podcast Halloween special. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank all my Twitter followers that gave me tons of horror movies to watch throughout this spooky month of October. So a special Ghost Train salute to... And Molinero, you had tons of horror movies to choose from, but the one that stood out for me is Dead Silence. Totally freaky. And They Talk recommended John Carpenter's The Thing. Total classic. Love it. At Dilbert Brandall recommended the original The Evil Dead. I'll be watching that one tonight. Don't you worry about that. And at El Burro Loco recommended The Fog. That's the original one, too. And at Marie Sterling 20, she recommended The Conjuring. And, oh, I saw this in theaters. And that's a story for another time. But that one scene with the entity on top of the wardrobe, holy crap. That is so fucking terrifying. And my podcast friend, Melissa from At Haunted Ride, she was on the ghost train a few weeks ago, and she told me I need to watch It. And I did. And yes, clowns are friggin' creepy as fuck. So thank you all for all those awesome horror movie recommendations. You fucking rock. Now I have a special message from James White, the host of the Beverly Street Seance, and I'll read it for you right now. He wanted me to tell you all that there was a woman that came to a seance, and she was poked in her left thigh five times that night. Long story short, this woman Emily has now been in the hospital ever since. Her left leg has ballooned up from her thigh down to her calf and she had to have emergency surgery on her knee. The doctor said they've never seen anything like it, they don't know what caused this infection, and they are completely baffled. It all happened after the seance and she is convinced and she believes it all stems back to the Beverly Street seance. 
Now the Beverly Street Seance is still going on right now in Toronto. It's so intense and terrifying. If you love getting scared, I highly recommend you check this event out before it's gone. Now keep the creepy going and toss a horror movie on tonight. Happy Halloween everyone, and as always, good luck sleeping tonight.